At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's hour number three of the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. We've got a great hour coming up for you guys. We're going to get you guys my DK Network right to pick in about 45 minutes if you miss it, front half and back half the hour. We're going to be taking a look at some college basketball. Along the way, we're going to be joined by Graham Mitchell. He does great work over at Forbes. He's also one half of the Ride the Line podcast, and we're going to be chatting with him a little bit about the NBA. While we saw the Milwaukee Bucks decided to move on from their coach, Mr. Adrian Griffin, we're going to be taking a look at the fact that we have the Pistons as a favorite for Wednesday, which that I find to be a very, very big oddity. So we got to be diving in there, and then we're going to be taking a look at the NFC and AFC title games as well. And then we're going to get you guys what is typically a beer review in 45 minutes but i know that there are some of you out there that recommended a seltzer to me so you know what we're gonna go a little bit of hard seltzer action we're doing a whole bunch of reviews that are less than 100 calories for the next week might extend to in the next week and a half help out you new year's resolutioners out there so we are going to do our part there and hopefully the biggies can do their part in trying to make us some money for this wednesday we've got a lot of good action out there and i do think that this is a very interesting game to say the least as we go towards the top of the board to a 671 672 on the card it is seen all they play us to providence providence opens up as a three and a half point underdog now in a lot of spots they're a four and a half point underdog DraftKings, if you like seeing all they're right now pretty much the only one that's dishing out three and a half on them total on scheme and between 137 and 137 and a half and this is a game where I do like seeing all. I did set them as a four and a half point favorite. So you got that three and a half out there at DraftKings. I would say pounce now as these have been gobbled up quite a bit. It is a seeing all team that has really been able to improve as the season has went along. I think that this has been a tremendous coaching job by Shaheem Holloway. He inherited a team that on paper didn't look like they'd be able to do a tremendous job down low. You bring in Jaden Bediaco. He was a solid player over at Santa Clara last year, but he wasn't anything amazing. And he's not been able to give the team 
1.8 plus rebounds per game. It's a Seton Hall team that was really dealing with some bad three-point shooting variants towards the beginning part of the season, and now they've been able to come to the forefront with that regard as well. So you've got Elamir Dawes, Dre Davis, now shooting between about 36 and 37% from three-point range, vlogging about 13 to 14 points per game apiece, and then Kadari Richmond, while he has still been pretty ice cold with regards to his three-point shooting, shooting less than 25% from the outside, he just does a little bit of everything. North of five assists, seven rebounds, 15 plus points. You need this guy to sell hot dogs at the hot dogs and at halftime, he's going to be willing to do it. Flip side, you've got a Providence team that is still without Bryce Hopkins. That makes it seem very top-heavy. They're going to be very much relying upon Devin Carter, him being able to supply the team with north of 15 points, right around seven boards, three assists. He's a do-it-all player that shoots it relatively well from three-point range, but the bugaboo for, with this team is turnovers. They have been turning the ball over north of 13 times for contest now. Needless to say, it's a seen all team that they themselves have had a little bit of an issue there. Both of these teams outside the top 225 in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis, but... I do think that for Providence, just with having uh, the full Bryce Hopkins, they're going to have a little bit of a tougher time matching up down low. It's Providence team as 96th in all of college basketball with regards to their rebound rate. This is a seen all team that they've been able to do a pretty surprising job with regards to their overall rebound rate now ranking 22nd in all of college basketball. Last time these two teams played, it was actually the game where Bryce Hopkins did indeed get hurt. So we have not seen Bryce Hopkins ever since Providence did have the uh, matchup the previous time and this has been a Providence team that has been falling out a little bit of tough times recently with having to deal with all the injuries that they've had they have not been able to go very deep with regards to rotation now they're coming off of just completely pacing DePaul DePaul gave up 100 points in the last game that our good friends of Providence Friars played prior to that they had really been slipping with regards to their offense 65 points or fewer in the two other previous three games and this is a Seton Hall team that they did a nice job last time around holding the uh, Providence Friars down to 61 points. I do think that we're going to see a little bit of better shooting in this one. It was a relatively slow and controlled game, and this is a Seton Hall team that has really been able to put the pedal to the metal when it comes to their offense. They have now been able to get to at least 74 points in each of their last five games. They have surrendered at least 70 in all but one of those games as well. I do think that Seton Hall, with having just a full allotment of guys with their guards now starting to hit threes, that they're going to be able to take control of this game. I did set my line at a four and a half, so here at a three and a half like I'm seeing at DraftKings, I'm going to be willing to lay it in. Now that we've seen this total come down to more like a 137, 137 half, I said my total 138 and a half, I'm going to be willing to dive in on the over as well right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And while it's been a seen all team that has been quite a wrecking ball recently, this team has been as well. How about if we rally for the Missouri Valley in 679, 680 on the betting board? Bradley, the Braves are playing us to Murray State. Murray State opens up a nine and a half point underdog. They now find themselves as eight and a half point underdogs. Total game is 140. And when it comes to Bradley, did set them as an eight and a half point favorite. If this moves any further, I'd be willing to lay it with them. This is a spot where you had the opener at a nine and a half. So money is coming on Murray State. And it is a Murray State team that it does feel like they're going to have a little bit of a tough time down low. Malevi Leons has been able to do a very solid job for this Bradley team with about 13 points, seven and a half rebounds per game. And it's a Bradley team that is now just absolutely dump trucking team says the team has been able to get to at least 75 points and now four out of their last five games and for Bradley out of conference I'm not sure what was happening with them perhaps it was the counter Hickman injury as Hickman 
He's one of the main guards of the team, north of 14 points, north of six assists per contest, but they just did not completely look like themselves. There's no other way of being able to explain it, but this team has really been able to get into that best form of themselves. Brian Wardle, an incredible coach. This team has now given up 72 points or fewer in each of their last nine games. They have been able to do a relatively solid job with their offense as well as they have gotten to at least 70 points and now all but two of these games. One was against Duquesne. That was a loss 69 to 67 and the other was a game against Old Truman State where they held them down to 47 points and it's a non-Division one team and for Bradley they're really doing it with balance. They shoot about 36.5% from three-par range. They don't necessarily get a whole bunch of second and third chances, and they do turn the ball over 12.5 times for contest, but they just do everything just a little bit better. Like, with those 12.5 turnovers per game that they commit, they get 13.5 turnovers on the flip side. They're winning the rebound battle by about two every single game. They do a solid job of just having quite a few guys being able to contribute for the team, like a Duke Dean, who's been able to give you four assists, 13 points per contest. Darius Hanna has been a nice, versatile player, 11.5 points six half rebounds per game and for Murray State this team does have Nick Ellingson down low who's been able to give you about six rebounds per game and for Murray State the big key for them they have to guard the three-point arc they have been outside the top 275 with regards to opponents three-point shooting percentage and despite the fact that Murray State is slow and they are a very slow team they are well outside the top 275 in terms of total possessions per game they are certainly giving it up on defense they're allowing opponents to shoot about 36% from three-point range. They've been having a rough time with that regard, though. I will say this about Murray State. One of the best ball control teams in all of college basketball. 9.4 turnovers per game in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis. That's the top 30 mark in all of college basketball. And then you've got Rob Perry, Jacoby Wood, really carrying this team from the backcourt. You've got Wood, who's been able to shoot about 42.5% from three-point range. Both of these guys have been able to combine for about 25.3, 25.4 points per contest. It is a bunch that they could use a little bit more down low, but Alden Applewhite, ever since he's become eligible, he's been able to give you about seven points, four boards. He's able to do a nice job of really flowing the offense. And so here at the current number of an eight and a half will be a little bit more of wait and see mode on the opener. I thought that you had a little bit of value with the Murray State team that has really stepped it up with their defense, even though overall for the season, this team is well outside the top 200 in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis over the last five games. They've now allowed 73 points or fewer in every one of them. They've really been able to step up in terms of just being able to get under control, be able to get their bearings about them. And I do think that this is going to be a game that is going to be a little bit more controlled, is going to be a little bit more slow. But I do think that you are going to have a good possibility of free throw shooting. And I do think that this Bradley offense is for real as well as Murray State. So I did something I told at 140 and a half here at the 140. It's my pretty much max buy point on the over, but I'm going to be willing to take it over. And when it comes to the spot, I did summary state as an eight and a half point underdog. So if you're still able to get like a nine plus out there with the opener being nine and a half, would advocate for a play on Murray State. If you're finding one of those eight and a halfs out there right now, I would say wait until this either moves down to an eight to be a lay Bradley or gets back to a nine for old Murray State. And then this is going to be a game of intrigue as well. This is out there in the Big Ten as this Big Ten team looks to start a new run. 693, 694 on the betting board. Iowa is playing us to Maryland. Maryland, an underdog of five points and the total on this game is 151F and the run that I am referring to Iowa, prior to their last game against Purdue, they had scored at least 75 points in 30 straight true home games. 
I mean, that was just an absolutely ridiculous streak. Comes to an end as the team just went completely as cold in the final five or so minutes of that game against Purdue. And this is an Iowa team that, if you look at the last two seasons, in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis, they are generating about 19 more points per 100 possessions at home rather than in a roadside shoot court environment. Now, they do have to go up against a Maryland team that, while they're three-point shooting percentage defense is not great. They're allowing opponents to shoot north of 34% from three. They're outside the top 200, or I should say the top 180 with that regard. This has been a team that's just completely run you off the three-point line while they themselves, well, they don't shoot it well from three-point range. Maryland, a bottom 10 team in all of college basketball with regards to three-point shooting percentage with their offense, but you do have Jameer Young. So they will give you four and a half boards, four and a half assists, 20 points per contest, shooting about 33 to 34% from three, which sadly for this Maryland team is actually pretty sinking good. They do go up against an Iowa team that they've been able to generate a few turnovers recently, but still, this is an Iowa team that has been having a little bit of a rough go of it on defense, as they seemingly always do, except for guarding the three-point arc. They're actually a top-120 team with regards to opponent's three-point shooting percentage. You've been able to Ben Cricky, who Crikey, this guy has been good. 20 and a half points, shooting north of 40% from three-point range. Peyton Sanford has just been a little bit of a different gamer when he's been at home rather than in a roadside search court environment in Maryland. Has been solid on defense. The offense just continues to do nothing but disappoint. So, I did say Iowa was a seven-point favorite. Going to be one lay the number and Somebody total 151. I think that Iowa gets a 75 and really not much more. So, you're at the 151 half looking under and coming up next, we look at the NFL with Grant Mitchell of the Ride the Line podcast on the Great Peterson Experience. I'm and the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. 
If you have yet to, go to vcin.com to check out the fresh new looking website as it's better to navigate than ever before because now you're able to find all the tools over there at vcin, including my daily spreadsheet of college basketball handicap lines, all the easier. It's a mobile first focus, so it's even easier to be able to access on your phone. It's got improved functionality, and plus, you've got great stories on there, like obviously the Milwaukee Bucks deciding to can their coach. That is something that we are very much covering over at visa.com we're back here on the greg peterson experience on visa the sports bank network always great to be joined by this man grant mitchell he does great work over at forbes he is one half of the ride the line podcast as well and great and grant it's always great to be able to get you aboard thank you hey you can call me great if you want i'm oh, totally you are. absolutely did you know my name grant is actually gaelic and the, the meaning of it is great so hey you might be a little bit of a linguist here Oh, exactly. I mean, I was doing it unintentionally, but we all know that you are absolutely tremendous and great, Grant. So it's always good to have you aboard. And something else that is great is taking a look at the NFL and these two games that we've got with the NFC and the AFC title game. And first things first, before we dive into these two games, just how do you take a look at this final four in the NFL? Because there are some times where it doesn't matter the sport, baseball, football, basketball. Sometimes you don't necessarily get a true final four I do really think that these might be the best four teams in the NFL as of right now and I do think that we got ourselves very much a fair shake with regards to these final four teams yep you took the words right out of my mouth huge salute to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they maximized everything they could they had a chance to even get a result in that game but I think the Lions are one of the top two teams in the NFC out in the AFC I don't think there's any question I know the Baltimore Ravens were the best they were the most impressive team in the regular season in my opinion I know that people were worried about the Chiefs and they had their offensive issues. Hey, I don't know if you watched that game, but that's the best their offense looked all year. And it was on the road in Buffalo. Ooh, Patrick Mahomes can't play on the road. The Chiefs are 7-2 and two on the road. Cut me a break. These are the four best teams left in the NFL. It's good that they are still here. And I think we're in for some absolute bangers this weekend. Oh, I do think that we're in for some bangers and you were referring to Patrick Mahomes there a second ago and it's just such an interesting spot with the Ravens find themselves between three and a half and four point favorites. More of the Vegas books have a four, more of the East Coast books have a three and a half on this game with a total between 44 and 44 and a half because if I were looking just on paper, just at the rosters, I do think that the Ravens should be an even bigger favorite, but when you factor in the way that Patrick Mahomes somehow some way he pulls out games the experience factor of the Chiefs I just can't look anywhere other than being able to catch a four right now with the Kansas City Chiefs I'm not sure how you feel but it's just one of those things where I need to throw out what we're seeing in terms of the analytics I need to throw out what we're seeing in terms of the rosters itself and just bank on the team that time and time again gets the job done so spread betting over unders it's inherently a 50 50 prospect you have two options and the odds makers have split it what they think is evenly you get one side you get heads or tails right what if i told you patrick mahomes is 90 percent against the spread as an underdog he's nine one and one so we take the push out there nine out of ten times he will cover as an underdog that's what he's done in his career he doesn't get phased if he falls behind he is eight and two straight up when trailing by a touchdown or more in the playoffs. We have seen this guy win in all sorts of contexts. We've seen him with 
the, the Avengers with Kelsey and Tyreek in their prime. We've seen him win with a team that wasn't at its best last year. He won the MVP, threw for 5,200 yards. You get to the playoffs, he's wounded, he's on one leg. Doesn't matter, they still win the Super Bowl. Now, this is maybe the most adversity he's had to face offensively. But you look over at the Chiefs' defense, and we say, the Ravens have the best defense in the league. There's no doubt about it. But if I can draft one team to go out there, I say, hey, hey, I say, hey, defense. The Ravens, they're stopping our offense. We need you to go out there and stop their offense. The team I'm picking is the Chiefs. They were second in points and yards allowed, second in sacks. They can get a job done. And, you know, Lamar Jackson is no easy opponent. But again, if I have my pick of the litter, aside from the Ravens, I would like the Chiefs defense to go out there. So all that being said, can I guarantee the Chiefs will win this game? No, I I don't. I can't. Because I think there's one specific stylistic advantage the Ravens have, which we can talk about in a second here. But for the fact that I can lose by a field goal and still cover this line, I have to take the Chiefs at the points. There's, it really would take a huge reversal for me to change my mind. Yep, I'm right there with you. I just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes in this sort of spot. And you did mention something very interesting. What is the stylistic thing that you are taking a look at for the Ravens in this matchup? Yeah, so again, I'm taking the Chiefs, but in my mind, this is a 50-50 matchup. If the spread isn't plus and minus zero, then obviously I'm going to take the Chiefs. But I think the Ravens have a real shot to win this game outright. The way that I think they can go about it, the Kansas City Chiefs, they have one flaw in their defense, the amazing defense I was just talking about. During the regular season, they gave up the eighth most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks, despite not playing a bunch of scramblers. They didn't play Jalen Hurts. They didn't play Lamar Jackson, yet they still gave up that number. Look at what happened last week. Josh Allen carries the ball 12 times for 72 yards, two touchdowns. If you can do some simple math, six yards per carry. That's a very effective, very efficient clip. And you look over at Lamar Jackson. If you're going around the league and you need one quarterback to go get you an important 10, 20 yard run, you're probably picking Lamar Jackson. He led the, the all quarterbacks in the league in rushing yards this season, had about 820 coming off of 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns last weekend. If the Ravens can successfully wield and weaponize Lamar's legs and, you know, mix it in with the play action and the deep shots. And they just give a steady dose of Lamar running the ball. We saw what Josh Allen did last week. Not only were his numbers great, but the Bills had a time of possession of 37 minutes. The Ravens, again, if they can run Lamar successfully, it will go a long way towards them winning that game. Yep, I do think that that would go a very long ways for them being able to get it done. And with Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's just running it unlike any other quarterback in the league right now. As joining me on the show, we do have Grant Mitchell. He does tremendous work over at the Ride the Lion podcast along with Fords. Joining me right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And how about if we take a look at the other matchup that we've got in the NFC side of things? It is the San Francisco 49ers as a touchdown favorite against the Lions. Every time this number goes off of seven, it gets gobbled up. I was seeing a six and a half year at Circa last night. That is long gone. Every time this number has went to seven and a half, that has been long gone as well. How do you take a look at Lions versus 49ers with a 49ers team that has been a little bit wobbly recently, but also a Lions team that outdoors, they've had a little bit of issue as well. It's important to remember that teams coming off a bye in the playoffs don't always look the best. They're under 50% against the spread over the last 20-something years. So we shouldn't necessarily have expected both one seeds to come out and dominate. Obviously, the Ravens got the better side of that because they won by 24. But it wasn't a huge surprise for the Niners to struggle the way they did. 
With that being said, I have not been impressed with the Niners' pass rush in recent games. And when you think about what's the easiest way to beat the Lions, it's either throwing the ball over the top or it's getting pressure on Jared Goff. In the few uh, possessions where the Buccaneers got pressure on Goff, he didn't look great. But a lot of the time, he was able to drop back, have freedom of the pocket, have all the time in the world because the Bucs had committed guys to the box because Detroit was running the ball and bang, 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 all of a sudden they're scoring 30 points and they're moving on to the NFC Championship game. The 49ers, again, their pass rush hasn't been great recently. And we saw what happened with Brock Purdy. Four interceptions, no touchdowns against the Ravens. And then to my eyes, I know the box score was decent, but played a very bad game last week. He had the big drive late in the game, but I think most of those were relatively easy throws. A couple good ones mixed in, but the point being, I don't think these teams enter this game totally dissimilar. Now, if I had to pick, do I think the Niners are going to win? Do I think the Lions will win? I would go with San Francisco, but I absolutely think Detroit is a live dog. I don't think they're out of this by any shot. And Dan Campbell being the best coach in NFL history against the spread so far, covering 68% of the time, I love him catching the full touchdown. Yep, and when it comes to this Detroit Lions team, just time and time again, for your bankroll, they've been able to get the job done. All right, sometimes it's been a little bit wobbly, but to your point, Dan Campbell has been able to cover a lot of spreads, and I feel like you're going that way with a little bit of a different bet that you're taking a look at this week in the NFL as well, as you're actually going to be going into teaser territory as well. Yeah, so using the lines of plus three and a half and plus seven, if you just do a simple six-point teaser, you can get the Chiefs at plus nine and a half, the Lions at plus 13 for minus 110 odds. That's pretty appealing to me. But even more so, this isn't quite a teaser. It's more of an alt-spread parlay. But just to make sure that you're getting the hook, you can parlay Chiefs plus 10 and a half and Lions plus 13 and a half for just about minus 127 odds. And again, with the hook and the fact I like both these teams on the regular spreads, I think this adds a little bit more of a security net. Yeah, but I do think that when it comes to the NFL playoffs, you need as much security as humanly possible because these games, they're very nip and tuck. We did see a few blowouts a little bit earlier in the playoffs. I don't think we're going to be getting that in either of these games. So I think that that's a nice way of going about it. And a good way of going about this show is getting on great guests like Grant Mitchell. He does tremendous work over at Forbes. He's one half of the Ride the Line podcast. And while he does a tremendous job on the NFL front, he does a great job taking a look at the NBA as well. It's been a wild last 48 hours with two guys going for north of 60 and a team that's 30 and 13 deciding to can their coach we're going to talk about it next on the greg peterson experience of visa the sports bank network hoops peterson himself on vsin the sports betting network Put the VEASAN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. You're able to sign up now for a VEASAN Pro annual subscription and get your first year at a nice discount and price of $199 by utilizing the promo code for this show, which being the Greg Peterson experience, that would be Greg, G-R-E-G. No funky spellings there. Get access to everything on the brand new VEASAN.com, including our daily best bets with the leaderboard to see who all has a hot hand here at VEASAN. Betting splits to show you where the money and the bets are moving on every single game. Betting systems, 24-7 video access, premium analysis, plus our Super Bowl betting guide with best bets and favorite player props. Remember, use that promo code for this show. Greg, you get a discount by being a loyal listener 
Marin, be able to sign up over at vsin.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Always great to be joined by this man, Grant Mitchell. He is one half of the Ride the Line podcast. He does tremendous work at Forbes, and it's always great to be able to talk a little NBA with him. And we get to talk about my Milwaukee Bucks to start out with, because when you can't a coach and your team is 30 and 13, well, that needs to be talked about. And what do you expect the Bucks to do moving forward? And do you have any sort of rhyme or reason as to why this happened? Because I understand that the Bucks were not doing a great job defensively. I was personally of the belief that they weren't playing as well as a 30 and 13 team, but you still can to coach at 30 and 13. And that's just something that I think is wild. Well, I've got good news for you, Greg. It's not a record because the Cavaliers fired David Blatt when they were 30 and 11. So you've still got big shoes to fill from that perspective. That, that, those two losses, that's a big difference. Um, no, look, here's the thing with the Bucks: If they don't win the championship, it's a failed season. They can lose in seven games. It's a failure. They have to win the title. Now, here's what I don't quite understand with the fire. Well, let me back up. They have a lot of problems. The 30 and 13 record, it's kind of like the Eagles at 10 and 1. They're getting the results, but they're not playing well. And this is almost foreshadowing of negative things to come. I actually kind of like the fact that the Bucks are jumping ahead of it. And just looking at some of their, their problems, I think they've got them on both sides. And I hope you don't mind. I'm going to dive into some numbers here for a oh, second. Please do. Hold, these, hold these straight from the NBA website. Not, nothing too fancy. Um, the Bucks, they're heavily reliant on free throws. They take the most free, the second most free throws per game. They're 12 and nine when they shoot fewer than their season average, 18 and four when they shoot more than that. So again, very dependent on getting to the charity stripe. I also just don't think that they did a great job going to what worked for them. I would doubt it was Adrian Griffin not recognizing that and almost more of him failing to get the team into the right sets and actions. They were first in points per possession when the pick and roll ball handler, usually your Dame or Giannis, took the shot, but they only ran that at the 14th greatest frequency. They were also second in points per possession involving a handoff. So any trip down the court where there was a dribble handoff, yet they were only 21st in frequency with that. So again, not getting to the things that generated good offense for them. And then on the defensive side of it, they gave up the 21st most points per possession uh, points per possession. They ranked 23rd in opponent's second chance and fast break points. And they were 25th in points in the paint allowed. All of this creates a bubble that is ready, is ready to pop. And again, you look at the 30 and 13 record, you think, okay, everything's fine. But diving into the numbers, this team was not playing anywhere near the potential that it has and that it should be playing at over halfway into the season. Yep, it's a Milwaukee Bucks team that, again, they were a team that I felt like it was a little bit wobbly, but I would rather do it after a loss, not when you've won five out of your last six games as well. So it's going to be really interesting to see what we get out of the Bucks moving forward. And how would you handicap this team, not just on Tuesday, where they're about a six and a half to a seven point, or on Wednesday, I should say, where they're a six and a half to a seven point favorite against the Cleveland Cavaliers, but until they perhaps get something more permanent, because Joe Prunty, a guy that we all know and love, in the great state of Wisconsin. He's going to be the interim man for the time being. Yeah, well, as far as tomorrow's game, I would probably honestly lay the points with the Bucs. Uh, we see this when there's a coaching change. Granted, they haven't gotten the new guy in the door yet, um, and I'm sure we can talk about the leading candidate in just a second here, but I would still lay the six and a half. The Bucs are 19 and four at home, 
two of those losses, half of them are to the Pacers team. They just can't seem to beat for whatever reason. They lost by 40 the last time they played the Cavaliers in Cleveland. I think they're going to be pretty, you know what, pretty angry at them. And they're going to want to take some revenge out on those guys in this spot. I do think that it's interesting that they did lose by 40 in that game against Cavaliers because when the Bucks have lost, they've actually lost quite big in a lot of these games as well. So I do think that that is going to be a fascination as Grant Mitchell, he does great work over at Forbes and the Ride the Line podcast is joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And all the reports you were alluding to it are that Doc Rivers is who the Milwaukee Bucks are targeting right now. Now, whether or not they actually hire him on, maybe they look in a different direction. Maybe they just go with Joe Prunty. Perhaps they're looking at Greg Peterson to coach the team. Who knows? That is a little bit of an unknown, but right now the reports are that they're trying to land Mr. Doc Rivers. How do you feel about that? And do you think that would be enough to be able to elevate the Bucks over a team like the Boston Celtics out there in the East? No, <laughs> no, I don't. I think Doc Rivers can come in and provide structure. That's what Doc does. He's a good coach. Over those three seasons with the Philadelphia 76ers, they averaged 51 wins in the regular season. This is my biggest problem with this, though. If, if this is true, if this ends up happening and the Milwaukee Bucks hired Doc Rivers to be the coach, then I would say getting rid of Mike Budenholzer was almost pointless. The, supposedly, the reason they got rid of Coach Bud was they couldn't win those games that they thought they should in the playoffs. You know, they won the finals, but the last few years, they've been tired of losing the series. They feel like they should win. Well, Doc Rivers has quite literally made a living off of that. Doc, again, averaged 51 wins the last three seasons. The last four seasons, so all of them with Philly and then dating back to a season with the Clippers, was eliminated in the second round of the playoffs. Doc Rivers is 16 and 33 when his team has won three games in a series. Doc Rivers is the only coach with multiple series of blown 3-1 leans, and he did it three times. He's 6 and 10 in game sevens. He's lost four home game sevens. I just don't understand. If you're, if you're bringing him in to fix the defense, and it's like a one-year loan and you're getting your new coach in next year, I wouldn't understand it, but at least it would make more sense. I don't feel like you can pinpoint Doc Rivers as the guy who's going to lead you to postseason glory. He hasn't been to the conference finals since James Harden was on the Oklahoma City Thunder and Barack Obama was in the first year of his second term. It's just not the guy that I would have chosen to lead my team to a championship. Yeah, that's rough. That's really rough to say the least. Uh, as you were going about this, I'm sure that the folks behind the scenes were seeing me pretty much frowning and rightfully so because when I saw the reports as well, I was not too enthused. Just like I would not be enthused to, oh, I don't know, lay three points with the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday. I need you to break down this game for me. I don't know if you've got any play here or not, but we've got the Pistons right now as three-point favorites and I'm wondering what the world has come to. Recognize that the Hornets are terrible, but if there's something that I'm not going to be doing on Wednesday, it's laying three points with the Pistons. If I'm not mistaken, I was with you a few weeks ago when the Pistons were two or three point favorites against the Spurs as well. And I, I said, you've got to give me the Spurs. And of course, the Spurs ended up pulling through. Of course, I'm taking the Hornets. It's the Hornets. I don't care. They've got more than twice as many wins as the Pistons do. I don't care. This game is in Detroit. What does a home court advantage mean to a team with four wins at the halfway mark of the season? Cade Cunningham is coming back. That's going to be a boost, quote unquote. Again, they have four wins. It's going to be a boost for the long term, but in a, your star's first game back, they usually show up a little rusty, probably not going to have his shooting touch with him. 
Uh, LaMelo Ball's back for the Hornets. He's been back there for a few days. He's starting to get his rhythm down. Um, and the Hornets, you know what? They beat the best team in the Western Conference when Carl Anthony Towns scored 62 points. So the Hornets at plus three, sure. I, I got to do it. I'm betting everybody against the Pistons. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This is just a rough state of affairs. And how do you feel about the Timberwolves as well on Wednesday going on the road face off against the Washington Wizards? I know that you're pretty close out there in the Washington area. As the Wizards are 11 to 11 half point underdogs against the Timberwolves team that last we saw them, Carl Anthony Towns puts up north of 60 points and the team loses. Well, I'm actually close, and I, it's ironic. I might be getting closer because they're talking about moving the stadium to my city. I would hey. trying to be get. I would try to get as far away as I possibly could from the Wizards. I, I don't want to be near them. They are a disgrace to the game of basketball. The word I've used to describe them all year is unserious. That's what they are. You've got Jordan Poole diving for loose balls, but looking like he's on a slip and slide. The team can't create good offense. They don't even try to play defense, and they can't rebound. Look, the Timberwolves lost that game to the Hornets. They, they blew it. I somewhat understand because they were just giving the ball to Cat every time. He was just a black hole. He wasn't passing. All he was doing was shooting, even when he was literally quadruple teamed on the final possession. But I think the Timberwolves come out inspired. Anthony Edwards basically has not shot the ball the last two games. Going into that, uh, that two-game stint, he was red hot. I think you look at his overs, and I think you look at the Timberwolves for a huge blowout win. I love the use of the word black hole there as well, because there are some guys in the NBA where you pass the ball to them and the ball's never going to be coming out. But uh, something that does come out of these segments with you, Grant, is always great information. You do great work at Forbes. You're one half the Ride the Line podcast and always love having you aboard. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. Always great to have Grant aboard. And coming up to wrap up the show, I get you guys a DK Network write-up pick and send him a beer review. We're going with a little bit of a seltzer review next on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. 
DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the NFL playoffs and is bringing you an offer to make the playoffs all the more fun as new customers can place about $5 on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and utilize promo code VSIN when you do. That is only at DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code of VSIN because over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We're back here for the final segment of the night right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you're listening live to the Greg Peterson Experience, well, on the flip side, you get a replay of the Greg Peterson Experience along First Strike with Dave Ross, who does an amazing job taking a look at the fight game. Meanwhile, if you're listening to the replay, four o'clock a.m. Pacific time, 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern. It is Fall the Money with Mitch Moss, Paul Howard. They're going to do an incredible job of getting you set for what is going to be a fun Wednesday in the NBA. I'm sure that they are going to have some thoughts with the Milwaukee Bucks assigned to can a coach that was 30 and 13. That was something that was quite shocking to say the least. And hopefully we can just get you to follow the money safely, get you a little bit more money in pocket as well. And if you like my, like myself are someone from the great state of Wisconsin with what has happened the last 72 or so hours, you probably need a little bit of a beverage with the Packers not coming through with the Milwaukee Bucks. now going through a coaching search and we've got you covered. We're going to be doing some specials for the new year's resolutioners out there. All my reviews and next week plus are going to be 100 calories or less we actually had a seltzer shall we say request so we're going to cover that right now in hoops on hops Yeah, this is probably the most requested seltzer review I've ever had. It's the Sunny D Vodka Seltzer, and this is something that came out, I would say, a little bit less than a year ago or so. I've been seeing quite a few places starting to sell this, and my thoughts on it is good, but not great. It was a relatively solid seltzer with regards to the actual taste itself. It's 4.5% alcohol by volume, and it's 95 calories. So if you're someone that's looking to watch your figure, you're looking for a nice shall we say like summer drink what have you really this is good any time of year you're actually relatively fine here now i can't say that it tastes exactly like sunny d because i haven't had sunny d in 100 million billion years i think the last time i had it i might have been 12 so i can't confirm or deny that it tastes exactly like sunny d the biggest gripe i had with this is that it felt like it needed a little bit more flavor it was a muted one so if you're someone that you like a little bit more of a subtle seltzer this is actually perfect for you. I mean, it was just like a fine orange vodka seltzer that you would get. Just like I said, I prefer it a little bit more on the sweet side, which is why I was a big fan of those Monster and those Mountain Dew drinks I've got. And I've got a few more Mountain Dews to do in future months as well. But for Sunny Deep, gave this a 7.7 out of 10. Being a little bit more of a beer guy, I'm probably going to stick a little bit more to IPAs. But this was a relatively nice change of pace. And if you buy this, I don't know if you're going to be blown away way but you're not going to be disappointed so we give sunny day sunny d a 7.7 out of 10 hopefully we can get a 10 out of 10 with regards to our dk network right up today we had the old byu cougars on tuesday that was a little bit of a heartbreak so we're going to be staying away from the sides and it said we just need some points to be scored and i do think that we're going to get some late night scoring on wednesday so we go 741 742 on the card washington is going to be playing us to come Colorado. Colorado finds themselves as now a three-point road favorite. This opened up at a one and a half and 
total on this game opens up at a 155 and a half. We've seen this gone up to a 156 to a 156 and a half. And I do think that the right move is being made. My write-up is going to be on this total over. Now, the last time these two teams played, you had a 73 to 69 for these two teams, sort of a slog of a game, but you were without one of the main scorers for the Colorado team and Cody Williams, who is going to be in the fold for this one. Cody Williams has been back for four games, so it was a little bit after these two teams matched up, and he's been able to really return to form. 17-plus points per game is what he's averaging over these last four games, shooting 41.7% from three-point, and the Colorado offense has really been able to come to life as well. They've scored 78-plus in three out of the four games since Williams has been able to return to the fold, and they're going up against a Washington team that they are certainly in bad form with regards to their three-point shooting defense. Over the last three games, a Washington team that overall for the season is not amazing with regards to their three-point shooting defense. Overall for the season, they're clocking in 174th with regards to opponent's three-point shooting percentage, and in this recent run, they're allowing opponents to shoot 45.7% from three-point range, which compares very favorably to how Colorado has been able to guard the arc in a roadside shoot record environment. For Colorado, they are overall for the season 207th in the country in terms of opponent's three-point shooting percentage. And when they hit the road, opponents are shooting 39.9% from three-point range. We've got 362 Division I college basketball teams. That clocks in at 350th as we're looking at Washington versus Colorado right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And the vulnerability just really extends throughout the entirety of the defense for Colorado when they do at the road. They're giving up 17.4 points more per one hour possessions in a roadside shooter court environment rather than when they are at home. And had a Washington team that is outside the top one in terms of point slot on a per possession basis. They're giving up quite a few second and third chances and you do have a Colorado team that offensively, they're grabbing a rebound when they're in a roadside search court environment on their missed shots 30% of the time. So 30% of their misses do result in a second chance opportunity. I do think that you're going to get a little bit of a break with this Colorado offense as well in the way that Washington doesn't generate turnovers. Main bugaboo that Colorado's had on offense and they're a team that ranks 31st in all of college basketball in terms of scored on a per possession basis is the fact that they've had quite a few turnovers. They are turning the ball over when they're away from home on 20.5% of possessions. That's 320th nationally, but you've got a Washington defense that in terms of turnovers forced on a per possession basis, they're just 256. First time around, Colorado did have 15 plus turnovers in that game. That was a little bit unsightly. I do think that they're going to be able to clean things up, especially when Got a do-it-all player like K.J. Simpson chipping in their 19.5 points, 4-plus boards, 4-plus assists, shooting it very well from 3 range, and it's as a Colorado team as a whole. They are 12th in the country in 3-point shooting percentage at 39.3%. Washington more in the mid-30s with regards to their 3-point shooting. It's been the Keon Brooks and Xavier Wheeler show. Both of these guys were teammates while they were over at Kentucky, and now they've been able to log and combine about 35 points per contest. Brooks is shooting in the high 30s from 3-point range. You've got guys like a Paul Mukay was just a little bit of a Swiss Army knife guy. Only gives you about seven and a half points per contest, but chips in there like four boards, three assists, just whatever you need. He's able to give it to you as he comes in from Rutgers. I like his overall game, and this is a Colorado team I do think is going to be able to win the battle on the glass, allowing them to be able to cover the spread. You've got someone in Eddie Lampkin who comes in from TCU, giving you about eight and a half rebounds per game, just all across the board. Lots of size for this Colorado team that is in the top 20 nationally. In terms of overall rebound rate, I do think that Washington is going to give up the arc. I think that they're going to take advantage of a, shall we say, less than terrific Wash or Colorado three-point shooting defense as well. So I think that you get plenty of points. 
In Pac-12 after dark, my DK Network write-up pick is on the over. Set my total at a 160 and a half. And with regards to the spread, I did make the Colorado Buffaloes a four and a half point favorite. So here at the three, even though it's gone up a little bit, I'm going to be willing to lay the number. And how about if we wrap things up with the old fun belt? And I do think that this is going to be a lot of fun if you do lay the number. This is 697, 698 on the betting board. James Madison, our nation's fourth president, is on the road facing off against Old Dominion. I always knew that James Madison was a good president and I didn't think that he was this bold as he's willing to lay between seven and a half and eight points on the road against a pack of monarchs and the total on this game is 155 and this is not the old dominion team of old this is very sad they've been dealing with a uh, just health issues in general with their coach and Jeff Jones he is out for the entirety of the season and it has really caused this old Dominion team to be out of sorts with regards to their defense typically this is an old Dominion team that they're relatively slow they're not going to give you a ton on offense but you're going to get a good hearty effort on defense well that good hearty effort has turned into a pretty sad 296th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis going up against a James Madison team that has seen a lot of regression with their three-point shooting they are now shooting about 33.8% from three-point range, but they're clocking in 18th in all of college basketball. In terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, this is a team that they elevate into the top 15 with regards to points allowed on a per-possession basis in a roadside shoot court environment for James Madison. They're going to be able to control things down low. TJ Bickerstaff, the transfer from Boston College, along with Drexel, has been able to give you eight-plus rebounds per game. You've got Terrence Edwards, who's able to supply 15 half points per game. And for Old Dominion, you do have a pair of guys in Vishon, Alouette, along with also being able to have other guys are able to supply you with a little bit of offense as he and Chauncey Jenkins is a guy that I was bringing on. They've been able to combine for about 33 points per contest. They should have as collective about 36% from three, but outside of Alouette along with Jenkins, you got a team that has a hold. They're shooting about 30.5% from three, less than 66% at the free line. Old Dominion just a team that is completely out of sorts for James Madison. They've lost two out of their last five games. They knew that they need to boost up their net ranking in order to be able to make a run at the NCAA tournament. I think that they completely blame base an old Dominion team that has went from being 300th in the country in terms of total possessions per game up to about 100th looking at the over and I'm going to be willing to lay up to 11 with James Madison and what we're taking a look at at 4 o'clock a.m. Pacific 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern is follow the money with Mitch Moss and Paul Howard here on VEASAN the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.